Hey gang, Fletch here. Before we start this podcast, I just want to let you know, if you don't know already, that I absolutely love to create and curate resources for those who are in ministry and for those who are simply just trying to follow Jesus. Now, in order for you to get those resources, you need to follow me on social media. Specifically, on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at brian.t.fletcher. That's brian.t.fletcher for Instagram. Or go and like the page, The Gospel Changes Everything on Facebook. That's The Gospel Changes Everything on Facebook. I would love to have you follow up with me. The biggest thing you need to do is sign up for my weekly newsletter. Every week, I send out either an inspirational video or a particular resource or a new devotional for the month or just simply something that's going to encourage you in your walk with the Lord. I need you to do me a favor. Go to the website, gospelchange.com, that's gospelchange.com, scroll to the bottom, and on the right bottom part of the of the home page, you'll see a sign-up form. So just plug in your email, hit sign me up, and you'll start receiving those weekly emails. I promise you won't regret it. You're going to get some really great stuff, not just from me, but also from other gospel-centered creators. I really do want to make sure that you receive relevant, applicable, gospel-centered resources that you can use in your own walk with Christ and as you lead others toward Jesus. Hey, and I just want to say thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It means so much to me, and I really hope that you're encouraged in your walk with the Lord through it. Now, let's dig into the next podcast. Welcome to the Gospel Changes Everything podcast, where together we'll explore how Jesus transforms us every day. When we read the Bible, we need to see and understand that God has a redemptive plan from beginning to end. From Genesis 1 to Revelation 22, God's plan is to create and redeem a people for himself, a people who will worship and glorify him for who he is, God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. The Bible is one continuous story. It's not just a compilation of books and letters and biographies. There is a cohesive structure. There is a common thread that starts in Genesis 1 and goes all the way through Revelation 22. The common thread is that God is sending a Redeemer, who is Jesus Christ, to save his people from their sins, to make them holy in his sight, bringing them into his family and blessing them for eternity and all for his own glory. A key theme within this thread of redemption is that God will use his people to bless the nations. Now, this is one of the promises the Lord gives to Abraham in Genesis. Now, I've been studying through the book of Genesis with some men from my church for the last few months. And as we approach the end of Genesis, we see the story of Joseph being sold off into slavery in Egypt. Through various circumstances and extremely difficult trials, Joseph rises to power and becomes the second most powerful person in Egypt, second only to Pharaoh himself. Joseph's position allows him to strategically store up an abundance of grain during seven years of abundance, and this allows Egypt to survive the next seven years of famine as well as saving the nations around them, including Jacob and his family, the descendants of Abraham. When it looked as though the promise of God to Abraham and his posterity would be broken by a famine, God introduces Joseph as his tool to fulfill his promise and save the people of Israel. 
So the promise to Abraham that God would bless the nations through him is continuing to be fulfilled. The nation of Egypt is blessed because of what God did through Joseph. This theme continues throughout the Old Testament and into the New Testament as the nations come to believe in Jesus as the Messiah and Savior. The Roman Empire would be blessed because of the actions of the New Testament church as believers lived out their faith to love people and create communities that cared for people. We see this blessing to the nations continue throughout church history, and unfortunately, we don't have time to go into all the details right now. But what I want us to see today is that we, as Christians, are being used by God to bless the nations, our communities, and our families. I want you to understand that today, God is blessing others because of your presence in their lives. Let's just start with our own families. You see, God is blessing your family members because of you. As a believer, you are loving them well, teaching them the truths of God in His Word, discipling them, equipping them, pointing them towards Christ. And as you live out the gospel in your home, loving and forgiving others as Christ has loved and forgiven you, your family is blessed. They are experiencing the gospel in real life and will be transformed by it. But how about your workplace? You see, your employer and company is blessed by you because you are a believer living out your faith in that space. Christ has given you a strong work ethic. He has molded your character to be full of honesty and integrity. You work well with other people. Having someone like that working in a company is invaluable and a huge blessing to that company. How about your community? Well, where you live and shop and interact with your neighbors, they are all being blessed because of you and your faith and hope in Christ. Your selfless giving, sacrificial living, the way you treat others and help your community become a thriving place to live is a blessing from God. And how about the world beyond where you live? Your influence in the lives of others blesses those places that they go to. For instance, my daughter is fully devoted to Christ, and she's now headed off to college where she's influencing the girls on the hall of her dorm. She's gotten involved in church and is ministering to teenagers through Young Life. Maybe you were a Sunday school teacher at your church, or you discipled someone who's moved away to another city, and now they are a blessing to those people where they live. Maybe they have gone into the ministry and are influencing hundreds of other people. Maybe they have become missionaries and are now blessing to the nation they serve. Do you see the influence you have as a follower of Jesus? You have an influence wherever you go and way beyond that. This is the plan that God has to dominate the world. Remember the Great Commission in Matthew 28 that tells us, Go and make disciples of all nations. You see, as you live out the gospel every day, you are fulfilling this great commission. Now, I want to encourage you to take advantage of the influence that you have, the blessing that you can be to your family, to your coworkers, to your neighbors, to your community, and to the world. This whole following Jesus thing is important. It is not just life-giving to you, but it is life-changing to those around you. Do not underestimate the influence you have over other people. Use that influence to lead people to Jesus. Use that influence to explain the gospel of grace to people who are willing to listen. Bless others with the gospel because we all know it's the gospel that changes everything.